You're listening In the mix with Trent On On Demand We got a big broadcast to do here Listener discretion is advised Fair warning Um, I'm not nice And I don't seek to be respectable I'm not asking y'all for anything Because y'all can't and won't be both my savior and my oppressor So I'm not here begging anything of soulless white folks and self-preserving black folks. So I'm gonna spend the next two minutes reading y'all for a filth, something I'm sure nobody has ever done. You know what time it is. It's time for In The Mix With Trent. A conversation you didn't know you needed from your Keep It Real friend. I know a lot of folks are uncomfortable talking about black, gay, male. Well, here's the thing, too. I mean, what do you need to take out? Do you take out the man? Do you take out the gay? Do you take out the black? And now, the one, the only, Trent Jackson. All the guys... And excuse me, all the guys in the studio have bets on when I'm going to cry. And um, I don't appreciate that shit. <laughs> You're in the mix for Trent. It is a witty Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening. The reason why I'm so subdued is because. Um, well, I'm well, I explained to you yesterday why this is like my normal speaking voice at home. <laughs> My non-radio voice, um, and Trent Jackson has not gotten to the studio yet. Like the vessel has showed up, but he hasn't showed up yet. Um, it's a lot going on. Like today's a it's a very very good day. Let me just say that. But while my my entire team is very excited, um, Tay actually did what he was going to do and released the first episode of In the Mix with Trent TV last night. Yeah! So the episode is available on YouTube. Watch it. So tonight at midnight. So I guess technically tomorrow it'll be on Patreon as well as episodes two and three. Um, if you've subscribed to a VIP package um, for In the Mix with Trent, you'll get an email um, inviting you to sign up for Patreon or something like that. And you'll get access to all the episodes because you bought it already when you um, signed up for the both the podcast and the show. So thank you for that. I appreciate it so very much. It's here. Um, And the guys are, first of all, David, um, my camera guy, shout out to you. First of all, Um, you, it's been a year. We actually met around this time last year and we just work well together. And you you really helped me put together um, a nice visual package and really capture what I needed to capture in the studio. It's a small working space. There's always a lot going on. But David is like the consummate professional. And yeah! no, seriously, such a cool guy. Gets along with everybody. Knows he's hell, though. Oh, there's Trent Jackson right there. He just got there. Um, knows he's hell. But, you know, whatever. He's a good guy. And Omar, really, for coordinating, you know, everything behind the scenes. He stays out of the way, but he somehow does his magic to make sure that I stay on track 
Um, and I swear to God, I'm not going to take an off day this week. <laughs> God, that was enough. Um, but everybody in the studio is buzzed, and I'm just like sitting back, relaxed, like, okay, it's out. Um, I'll talk more about it as we get into the episode for sure, because there's a lot to say. And I've got to just, you know, relax. But there is a there was a moment that I had to overcome my fear Um, because, you know, believe it or not, this is like my first time ever announcing or confirming to some people um, on my personal Facebook that I'm in fact gay. And I'm doing it in a show to the world and I'm bringing a transgender woman along with me. And it's a lot, you know, um, for black people even have this conversation. But the response so far has been pretty, pretty good. And I'm not worried about any negative feedback or anything like that. It's just, um, it's a conversation that needs to happen. And I'm so appreciative and grateful that I could be the one leading the charge. You're in the mix with Trent. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back in a second. You're listening to In the Mix with Trent. On demand. Wait, what's happening? Are we there? I can't hear anything. Turn it up some. Anyway, you're in the mix with Trent. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I do appreciate it. So it's been a very interesting morning. Um, I'll be honest. So I did not want to. So something happened with my licensing agreement. It did not go the way that I wanted it to go. And I wasn't. um, It derailed me just a a bit, but I wasn't discouraged. It wasn't like this thing is like, oh, my God, it's the end of the world. I'm never going to release the show. Not when I spent, you know, all this time and you know, energy investing in it um, only to shelf myself. Like we're not in that business over here. And, you know, in life, so many times we have these goals that we want to attain. We want to do things that um, it takes a lot, a great deal of mental fortitude, you know, physical energy, um, the whole nine and anything can happen. Any, any small thing could happen and just, you know, and you just throw your hands up. And that happened to me so many times during this process. We started the process of the show, um, filming the show uh, last December. Um, on my grandmother's birthday, to be exact, December 5th. Uh, over, we started 5th and 6th, so those two days. Um, and then we went a couple more days after that. And we started, you know, we filmed in January and February. And I said, okay, when am I going to do this, you know? So when the process really started it for the licensing, by that time I had, because we were filming um, every other, every other day. So just getting good episodes. So I got 10 solid episodes. I'm like, this is enough for a season. Um, Some drama went on behind the scenes with a person, another, a guest on the show, their contractual agreement. So essentially I had to avoid that episode. And then there was another issue with another person. They weren't supposed to do any talk shows that voided an episode. Um, So there were a lot of setbacks and often think about just this entire creative endeavor I've been on for, you know, my adult life, all of my life, really. But my adult life, I'll focus on that part. When I first started doing this, um, there wasn't a market for it. And because of my brash expression, (laughs) it was too much for people. 
And now that we're in a place in society where all these things have happened and people are just tired of bullshit and being entertained by celebrities and they want to have a real conversation, it's shifting a bit, right? Um, and saying all that, there have been so many times, every time, actually, I've been told no. And I don't like rejection. <laughs> you know, a situation like this, if, if a person rejects me, fine. You know, great. I'm not about to come stalking you and looking for you. Nothing like that. It's not that serious. <laughs> there are tons of other willing participants who are willing to m- expose themselves to me, right? <laughs> Go where you want it. <laughs> but because I know that I have a valid point and it is in me to do this that I wasn't going to take no for an answer and I know that because of my presentation what I was saying the content um, who I am as a person I've said this on my show so many times before I am the manifestation of, of everything that everybody does not like almost hate so just that alone people want to block it and I found a way around it. So when I saw this morning that Tay had taken upon himself to upload it to my um, Instagram and my YouTube. And uh, I saw it. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see what happens. And I sent it to my brother. And I sent it to literally one of my best friends that I've known since my Southern University days. And I went back to sleep because it was like five this morning. And last night at the studio, when we were working on everything else, we got out of here. We usually leave at like five. I usually leave at Tay leaves about four. I leave at about five thirty, almost six. Like I, I, I get to the point of like falling asleep at the consoles and I just leave. Right. <laughs> we left the studio at like two this morning, and I went home and went to sleep. So when I got the messages at like five, I was like, okay, I'm gonna send this out, I'm gonna roll back over. And by the time I woke up at eight o'clock, it wasn't, I wasn't expecting like a hundred views or anything like that, but it was the response. And something just implored me to put it on my personal Facebook and I never usually do things like that. It's a personal Facebook for a reason. Um, I don't combine work in my personal life ever. Um, and I've known people that are on my personal Facebook. I've known them since I was a kid. Um, some people, right? I went to church with them. All these different connections um, from where I was ever at in my in my life at that point. So while they they know in the back of their mind that I'm gay, it's nothing that I'm ever confirmed for them ever on Facebook of all places, right? Um, except for that one time. <laughs> Um, so it's nothing that I've ever confirmed for them. So this is a lot of people's first time actually hearing me say out of my mouth, yeah, I'm gay. Um, and then there's this whole other concept and it's a mind fuck for people that know me personally, because, um, in a lot of ways, I don't represent the stereotypes in their minds of what gay is and what it looks like. And you can almost say that I have my tail tucked in just a bit, right? Very Republican when it comes to that, almost. (laughs) Just to troll people. Um, But I also like to read the room before I just go and pull my dick out and show it to everybody (laughs) because I know how black people are. So the conversation 
or the context in the conversation coming from me as a person that people love and respect and rever and all these things it challenged their idea and their beliefs right because it came from me and it was such a compelling conversation when i watched it again i said wow i really i'm really on to something and that's when i had to go lock myself off in the back office and i was just like crying for hours too to be exact um only because i recall all the times being counted out all the times i was told i was wrong for being gay all the times i was told i was wrong for being fat my blackness hasn't really been an issue <laughs> now the ratchet side of me oh yeah that that part is there people want me to be um an, uh, an uppity person and that's fine <laughs> And, you know, and that's part of my own construct, too. You know, they see me get out of a Range Rover in a nice, fancy car. They just think I'm going to be, oh, you know, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm from the streets. Now. <laughs> the other streets. <laughs> it's in me. Um, it's just the way that my DNA is set up, you know. Um, can't really change that too much. As much as I want to try and tuck it in, and it, it just is what it is. And I'm cool with that. Um but it's the type of conversation that needs to be had. And it wasn't a conversation that I'm like pushing to accept people or pushing to um, accept gay people. It's a simple conversation so you can have a conversation and think and, and about how you move through the world and how you treat people. Um, and I almost put on this straight act in my personal life on purpose because you know, treat me as a as a as a fair person as you would anybody else, because once black people find out that you're gay, most, some most people they find out it's, it's it's weird. It gets real weird. So treat me like a person. Get to know me as a person, and then when you do find out that I'm gay, I've built your respect in this in this report. It's almost dumb of you to even cancel the friendship because I like to jack dicks on the side. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's stupid. And we need to move past that. And it's so many small little things like this that inhibit black people from coming together. Right. We can't come together just over small little dumb stuff like this. And quiet as it's kept. Don't even get me started about how these niggas is secretly around here fucking each other. <laughs> or flashing a dick on OnlyFans or gay for pay or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And, you know, I respect everybody and their walk and what they want to do and all like that. But please don't point something out that you're totally into and don't want nobody to know about just to keep your cover. It's not how you, that's not how that works. So it's just a conversation that needs to be had about mutual respect and if nothing else, understanding so we can get to a point of unity. Because once you have a conversation and understand where somebody's coming from, everything works. And who else to have the conversation that can win everybody over? Yeah! And this is where you use your power for good. You know what I'm saying? If I can walk down a hallway and point out a big golden dick that needs to be played with, then most certainly I can identify the things that people need that they're lacking that I can give them to fill them up on a spiritual and emotional level so they can move through the world better. It's all about using your power and your energy in the right way. And we all have it to tap in and to do it, right? 
You're in the mix for Trent live streaming on BKT Radio. Thank you so much for listening. It's a witty Wednesday. Back in a second. You're listening to In the Mix with Trent. What up? On demand. You're back in the mix with Trent. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, so um, I came out of the closet <laughs> officially at 95 years old. I mean, everyone's always known. Um, what is going on? Like, I don't feel like. Um, is it? Can you turn my volumes all the way up? I just don't feel like. I mean, I know that it's 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 fine, but I just don't feel like it's fine. Like, is it? It's fine. Good. All right. <laughs> so yeah, now we're just waiting on Linda to see it. My mother. We'll see what she has to say about it. Oh, baby, and it just—it all just goes downhill from here. I mean, come on. I mean, I don't really know how much dick slinging I do in the episodes, but I'm telling you, those last two episodes, maybe those last three. You know what? All of them. It's a few of them that they're all good, but those big. Who? I'm telling you. Those, I'm um, those, ooh. Mm. Mm. I'm about to start some shit. I feel very calm and free. Like there is nothing else that I could possibly um, hold back anymore. As if I already held it back anyway. But I'm introducing this to people that, for the, that are hearing it for the first time, seeing it for the first time. Um, and you never you you can never get prepared or ready enough for any any goal that you want to do, and it's kind of a surreal moment because um, oh, here I go, here I go. I've been re- re- literally preparing for this for my entire life, and this radio show was kind of just practice, right? get me ready um people have been trying to get me in front of a camera for years i just refused to do it i wasn't comfortable i wasn't anywhere close to ready um and because my life is is a continual uh episode of dynasty (laughs) it's calmed down some but you know 10 years ago it would have been a disaster on tv i wouldn't have been sitting here right now (laughs) no seriously Seriously, in all in all honesty. So I'm glad that it happened this way. Um But it's just a moment. It's like, yeah, I knew I wanted to do this when I was twelve years old. And was very, very sure about it at twelve. Excuse me, very sure about it. And you will be surprised at the amount of people, my very own family, and even my friends that talk me out of the idea that I could be a talk show host. I remember specifically my uncle calling me on my high school graduation day and he asked me what I wanted to do. And I told him, you've heard this story before. And I don't tell these stories 
to keep rehashing them as you know a sad story to tell i tell it as a reminder that you can literally triumph over anything anything any person any situation and i never lost sight of of this what i'm doing at all no matter what happened in my life you can all you can ask any any person that has been close to me will tell you i never i never lost sight of this because i knew that it would one day be my own saving grace and in a sense the people that tried to talk me out of that knew that too I wrote this down as a kid that I wanted to have a talk show. Didn't know what it was going to look like, how I was going to get there or anything. But the fact that I made it happen and I had all these great people participate without even thinking twice. People did not even expect to just show up so easily to participate in making this happen. And I'm only just sitting here and I'm just looking back because I never counted myself out. And for what it's worth, <laughs> I'm, I almost can't believe that when I woke up this morning, that was there because Tay works hard to help me get this shit done and we don't ever sleep i don't know when tay sleeps but i don't i know when i sleep <laughs> but he, i don't we, we never sleep There's, it's non-stop every single obstacle right right there no question so when i woke up this morning and saw it especially after the licensing deal fell through i was so honored to see that because i was like somebody else wants this as bad as I do and that almost never happens to me because you know my story almost never happens so thank you for doing that because I wouldn't have done that myself I would have waited until I got a little bit more comfortable and a little less interested and moved on to the next thing and I almost feel like that's why my machines over at the fucking edible factory broke down just so I could pay attention to this because Literally, once that licensing deal fell through and all this shit started happening, I was just like, oh, here we go. It's just my fucking luck. No matter how positive I try to be, no matter how much I try to do right shit and be a good person, it's always some shit, right? So when this ha when it happened, I was like, okay, I can refocus and I'm excited about it again because I've invested all this time, right? So I should not just let it sit around. So thank you for doing that because otherwise it would have just been sitting more <laughs> just because the people was like, no, we don't want it. And it was nice to get a, a check from a network and look at it and cash it and have it go through and all that. It was a <laughs> nice time. And we finished the show and I went on a nice trip and got my shit together for the most part. <laughs> so I guess it was supposed to happen this way, right? Yeah!
I didn't come here to cry, seriously. I tried to <laughs> lock myself off in a room earlier to do it, but here we are. How's my makeup? <laughs> good, good. Sprayed me down before I came out here. Anything is possible. No matter what Cause this world is fucking sick and crazy And you know it Our families are even more sick and crazy And you know that too for, to, to be the truth So many people give up on dreams and settle Everybody in my family settled Including my mother And then here I come along In the 80s Cute ass baby, gay as hell, smart ass mouth. Just interrupted the whole shit and followed his dreams. Out of all the shit I talk and all the mess I keep up, you better get one fucking thing from me. I swear to come to cry today. Get one thing from me, if nothing fucking else. Be yourself. Do it your way. And never fucking settle. You're listening to In the Mix with Trent on On Demand. Y'all are back there playing. What are y'all doing? Okay, I need some nose spray. You're back in the mix with Trent. I think I'm done crying. I think I'm down to my last cry like Brian. Yeah! <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm making jokes again. I think I'm fine, but I think I'm going to cry in like five more minutes. I don't know. Okay. Cry me a river, Justin Timberlake. Well, at least you know that the tears aren't manufactured from China. Okay? <laughs> Very genuine, authentic. Those came deep from in my testicles. They've been stored up. The oak barrel bursted again. Bitch, that's what we'll call this one today. <laughs> Where's my nose spray? Over. Oh, come okay. on. Okay. Go with it. Okay, go. I'm going with it. You put your marijuana. No, you lay- hold on for a second. Stop playing with me. I need to breathe. I'm going to cry everything. My head is all hurting. Where are the Excedrin pills and stuff? <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, don't cry anymore because the first thing you do is you get the nose spray. You're all good. You pop a pill. You're great. And then you start crying again. You're over it. Y'all understand. They counted me out. They've been counting me out since the schoolyard. I was a teleprompter king in college. You know, they... I was so talented, right? But they was, I was always too fat. And I was like, well, fuck, bitch. I'm not about to go jog for y'all hoes. Who y'all gonna get it or y'all not? Always been that way. Always been that way. And then this is where it starts. People, oh, I always knew he was gonna... Yeah, me too. That's why I never gave up on myself. That's why I never counted myself out. And that's why I'm still fucking here. And that's what it is. Yeah!
I'm a mess. How's half the show gonna be crying? <laughs> it's just like life. One minute you're crying, the next minute you're like, bitch, fuck it. Let's go get a taco. <laughs> Move on. Oh, you know what? The edibles. I had edibles. That's probably why I was crying so profusely. Fuck. They have the. They have all the effects. You're fucking happy. You're super happy. You cry. You cry everywhere. And then he puts on Al B. Sure. Just what do you think? A light skin man is just gonna calm me down every time? Al B. Sure for sure, because he was the first. I saw him rocking that jean outfit and those unicorn eyebrows. I said, yeah, he's cute. I'm gonna hold hands with him one day. I had no idea he was tall as he was. And I was like, this makes so much sense. Why? Look, how the fuck am I going to be attracted to the six foot four light skinned nigga at, at five? <laughs> and then in real life, mimic. And, and it wasn't even until years later that I knew he it wasn't until like in my 20s when I saw him in real life. When I was like, oh, shit, you're a tall light skinned nigga. No wonder. <laughs> it's all his fault. Where is an exception? <laughs> That's a fucking pressure headache. <laughs> What, can somebody tell me what the fuck is going on at Howard you know, goddamn University? I just got wind of this because Yandy and them were, went down there and I was, you know. And I saw it on the gram. And I was like. <laughs> no, but the kids, they're out there protesting, sleeping in tents. Protesting against the horrible dorm conditions. I mean, feces, like waterfalls coming from the ceiling on the flat screen TVs the whole <laughs> they've taken over Blackburn Center and held the building hostage and tried to cover it all up insider sources tell me <laughs> that they covered it all up while homecoming was going on to make it seem like everything was cool and kosher but see, here's the thing if you went to a black school you know the dorms were shitty when you got there <laughs> now I've never encountered all the stuff they're talking about okay cause see I went to Southern right and those dorms were raggedy as fucking hell man the dirty sound oh yeah Jones Hall, they finally tore that shit down. It was built in the 70s, but when I got there, they hadn't done, they hadn't cleaned it since 78. <laughs> My mother was like, oh, you want to live here? Oh, fine, fine. <laughs> yeah. So when I came home, she refused to pay. <laughs> Look at me now. Let me get some of this water in my system so I can swallow this pill for this headache I done created for myself. <laughs> fucking over it. <laughs> Did y'all download Patreon yet? I see everything on YouTube from here on out is only going to be five minutes max. Just enough to make you want to go subscribe and get the full episode. <laughs> I mean, because here's the thing, and I'm not judging you because people are going to pay what they're going to pay for. But it's time for a shake up. <laughs> How many more reality shows or slave movies do we really need? Cause you know, you know the internet is gonna break one day, right? <laughs> it's gonna break, and it's gonna force everybody to go back to talking anyway. And you have better be well equipped 
with the Trent Jackson knowledge book <laughs> when you go out here in these rogue ass streets to have conversations because people are going to be weird and crazy and it's a whole ass experience over here you get to learn about all types of shit all walks of life we talk about every fucking thing under the sun you can't even put it into a goddamn category <laughs> So when you go out into the world, it's like, you know what? That goddamn Trent Jackson said this. <laughs> and you know how to deal with it because I already gave you the blueprint and the information. And then you're going to have it on your phone and, and wherever you store your videos. And you just go back and look and be like, look, this nigga said this. <laughs> Been saying it. But that's why I can't put too much information out for free because you know these bitches is trying to copy. <laughs> It's always a skinny, cute motherfucker with connections that love to read off of a teleprompter expressively trying to hijack somebody else's material. I come up with this shit off the top of my fucking head every goddamn time. And even when there is a teleprompter, I refuse to read it. It's like Whitney Houston refusing to lip sync all those years. And then there was Kuala Lumpur. You're in the mix with Trent. Thanks so much for listening. Live streaming on BKT Radio. You're listening In the Mix with Trent. On, on Demand. You are back in the mix with Trent. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much um, to everybody that has shared and retweeted um, the YouTube link for the show. I really appreciate yeah! that. All four of you. Oh, it's a conversation piece for sure. So, you know, it's, um, I'm pretty sure, I, I know how people felt um, after they watched it when they walked away, because I know how I felt after watching it when I walked away. Um, I was, I was actually wild. <laughs> Well, <laughs> fascinating. You know, never seen anything like it before. Honestly, I'm excited. Um, I'm very proud of myself. So. Because people be giving up like shit and just going to be a nurse or whatever. Because <laughs> their mama says so and all that. Um, and it's true. There's nothing wrong with that. But people just settle all the time and just give up because they just don't see an end game to um, what they want to do. And that is not true for me. This is um, what I want to do. <laughs> And I'm doing it. So, yeah! thank you for being a part of that and supporting and watching and commenting. Um, and again, sharing because that is what's going to keep the conversation going and initiating and starting. And it's, it's going to be the thing that changes people's minds about what is happening around them. And just having a different point to add to the conversation because it's not always black and white. And we all have privilege because like I said yesterday on the show, none of us really have um, the privilege to speak for a trans person or really um, know what it's like to walk in that 
position every day. We don't, we don't, that's not our ministry. So we can't judge that. You know, we forgive and not judge everybody else. And this is specifically for black people because that's what this is for. It's cool if other people want to take part in the conversation, but that don't have nothing to do with me because I don't know about that life. I know about black shit. I know about nigga shit. Because <laughs> it's a difference. Fine line, but it's a difference. And I know about gay shit. I can only talk about what I know about and what my experience has been. And my experiences, vast, are very limited in the, in the mainstream conversation as it pertains to black people. So that is literally the objective that I'm trying to change. And there's a lot that comes along with that. A lot of responsibility. Um, but I know motherfuckers are just looking like, okay, now what? Because <laughs> I know what people have said already. Everybody has a, a, a challenged mindset now after that 30 minutes of time. So if I can shift a whole perspective and have a conversation you can witness a conversation I'm having with from really from my own understanding. Every conversation that I have on my show is is really my own curiosity <laughs> peaking. It's nothing more. And it's really not being me being nosy either. I'm really just interested in people and how it all connects to the greater scheme of things. And I think that's something that black people don't explore enough of en en enough of the time. So I want to be, you know, that bridge because. You know, I'm black as hell. <laughs> you know, and it's even the comments that I got this morning on even asking the question, why is it politically incorrect to say tranny now? Even because we were all there in the 90s when, you know, we we were there and we know what the climate was like in the words that were used. Um, and I just ask the questions that people want to know that are just afraid to ask because people what I find in my own experience, and I say this all the time, black people are very um, colorful and animated, <laughs> but we're also very forgiving and understanding almost to a fault once you get past all the bullshit. And black people, they have their own way of communicating and doing things. <laughs> but we all know where it stems from. So I'm excited that the response is what it is. I'm not anticipating any crazy shit, but, you know, it's life. But I think the way that I approached it was enough that people sat down for 30 minutes and had their perspectives change and their minds open and gain a little bit more understanding. And it's just going to get better because I talk about so many things. I invite so many people into the conversation from the black perspective just to show um, the diversity in our story and in our experience. And um, I appreciate you for being a part of that and listening to it every day. Um, and the fact that people are seeing a video now, it's going to draw in a new audience. And it also it's going to want to make people go back to listen to these last 300 something episodes that I've done over the course of the year about the black experience. Can I retire yet, though? Yeah, because y'all motherfuckers need a goddamn job. I get it. I get it. You're the mixture, Trent. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much for being a part of my vision. Yeah! I do appreciate it. Back in a second.
Hey, I'm Sean Harrison. Yo, you already know what it is, man. It's Big Sean. Yo, what's up? This is too short. Hey, I'm Mariah Carey. Holla at your folk. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yo, what's up? This is Robin Thicke. What's up, everybody? This is Cy Smith, and we are in the mix with Trent. On the man. What's going on back there? Who's pressing buttons? Is it Tay or is it our Justin boy? <laughs> You're back in the mix with Trent. I can't believe it's the end of the show already. I was just crying 10 minutes ago. Or was that an hour at this point? <laughs> I've been um, talking to my heterosexuals about um, my new my new video. I mean, what a way to make a debut into the YouTube world, right? I mean, if you look, mm-hmm. if you can't do something right, don't do it at all. This is correct. This is correct. That's correct. But honestly, I appreciate you for listening. It was a very fascinating show today. Yeah! To No, because I know I, I walk around crazy and, you know, acting like I don't have feelings and I'm the baddest bitch and, like, all this bullshit. It's all, it's all drama. It's all drama. I'm a soft teddy bear. I want to cry every 15 minutes. Not like a cancer, though. They want to cry every five minutes about the craziest shit after they started. Don't even get me started. Oh, he came in the building at the last 10 minutes of the show. Look at that. There's still so much work to be done. <laughs> the VIP people, we have your um, addresses, and I can assure you that um, your packages, VIP packages, will be going out tomorrow. <laughs> no, seriously. Well, I've already made good on one promise, so the trend is going. I said this show was going to be up today, and look, it's up. We talked about it the whole episode. But you have a snack pack. You get to watch, get some popcorn and... <laughs> Some candy and some other goodies while you sit up and watch in the mixture trend um, on your gifted or I'm sorry, on your finally arrived subscription. Let me clear my stuff. Fix that. OK, you already bought it. So by the time episode three goes up in a couple of days, you'll have the snack pack and you can sit back on the weekend and binge watch everything so far. Have your um, popcorn. Nice little couple of pieces of candy. A snack bar, cereal bar, and then just go to take a nap. Or call and call and giggle or send me an email giggling or a voicemail giggling first to let me know that you have um had the sacrificial snacks. If you know what I mean. You know, I really wanted to try to get them there for Halloween, but you know, the United States Postal Service, they're running real weird these days, real raggedy, showing up to my house at nine o'clock at night so I can just imagine what your mail delivery is like. I guess priority mail is a week now, huh? Okay, great. It was one of those episodes today. Thanks for listening. You know, whatever dream you have, it's never too late to fulfill it. As long as you are still breathing and able and have the vision to make it happen. 
you can and you will just know that I am living proof of that every time I've been counted out always the short end of the stick don't have connections right like people think that I do I had to literally work my way from the bottom and it's more than some bullshit Republican theory of pulling yourself up by the bootstraps for sure <laughs> there's a lot that goes into it you have to have the, the tenacity the fortitude number one to never give up on yourself but then on the journey that's always difficult there are people that you meet along the way that make it easier I always think about my 7th grade English teacher Miss Laura Press who literally told me never stop writing I never forgot that and I never did I had a professor in college I just talked about him a couple weeks ago on the show Professor Yarbrough I would come in his class high out of my mind not wanting to write because I was so angry about everything that was going on and having to balance you know my life out and everything that was going on at that point not really understanding things were falling into place he challenged me in ways that a good professor would and did I always think about my friend Brandy who gave me my very 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 first writing job at the Southern University Digest that moment for me will always be etched in my mind because it was one more possibility it was one more person that believed in me and didn't count me out. One more person that bought into the to the vision. There's so many people. Everybody in D.C., my close friends, Karen and Christina and Don. Everybody that's poured into my life. It all let me here, and I'm very, very grateful for that, like in all honesty. There's so many songs that I want to play right now because um, I'm just in, sitting in what happened, you know, and oftentimes I can't really express what I'm what I want to say because <laughs> it's a lot. Um, but there's always a song or two that um, completely speak for me. So the next song is the closer. It's one of those songs, right? By one of my favorite artists, of course, Layla Hathaway. It's a song that most people don't know. But it's a song that's literally carried me to this moment for, for years, right? And um, it's a song that I think everybody can relate to because it applies to any part of your life, no matter where you're at, what you're doing, how you're trying to do it. Everybody can relate to it. Thank you so much for listening. You've been in the mix with Trent. Download Patreon. <laughs> because if you haven't bought a VIP package, the TV packages will be going on sale um, tonight at midnight or something like that. So thank you for listening, for subscribing for supporting and being a part of this vision. I do appreciate it. And let's do it again tomorrow at 12 noon LA time, 3 p.m. East Coast time. You've been in the mixture, Trent, live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify. Yeah! And- You're listening to...
In the mix with Trent. On, on demand.